1: The Rich and Uranus. Space Trash.
0: Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand.
2: Transmission incoming. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings Trashlings and welcome back to another exciting out of this world intergalactic episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the Rich and Uranus and I'm Sarah Omar. And I'm Molly Malshine and... We have got such an exciting episode for you. We have Molly Gaby coming to talk to us. She got arrested protesting the Mississippi abortion law at the Supreme Court a week or two ago. She was dressed like a Volva. And we also have Todd Chapman, who is a friend of Molly's. She's they're related or something. And Todd also was at the event. You have to look at Molly Gaby's Instagram and you can see the footage of Todd, uh, Interacting with all of the anti-abortion protesters, it's very funny. Todd does the ritual with
0: us. You just haven't heard of him before, but Molly, you know how Molly and I do the Moonual moon ritual every two weeks. Todd
2: has his own segment too. Yeah. So Todd is. I mean, Todd is unintentionally hilarious. I don't think he's trying to be funny, but no, he's, he's a leader of the bro life mu- movement. His slogan is "There's a bro in every embryo." Mm-hmm. We get into that as well. So stay tuned for that. But first, first. Sarah I I'm shook.
0: I'm as, shook.
2: As the elder millennials we are, we've got to talk about the new sex in the city and just like that. You episode know, I,
0: I'm actually like quivering.
2: Let's Whoa. say don't 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 listen to this right now if you don't want spoilers. If you haven't watched yeah, it yet, disclaimer. Not listen because we I I got it spoiled for me on twitter like six times before i got a chance to watch it i was so annoyed i was like you guys i've
0: I've never been more shocked in my fucking life
2: yeah so like we're elder millennials sex in the city is our bible how are you going to spoil it for me on twitter but it got spoiled for me so i if you didn't watch it yet i don't want it to get spoiled so everyone take this chance to fast forward by 20 minutes and then you will just listen to our abortion talk with todd that was your chance to skip now it's on you Now it's on you, let's get into it. Okay, so you were shocked by Big dying. Big dying. At the end of the first episode, yeah.
0: And so it goes
2: that um, they
0: address Samantha right at the top. They're like, yeah, she doesn't wanna be our friends anymore because business was mixed with pleasure or whatever. And it's like, okay, fine.
2: Okay, that was so shady because, so the the storyline that they're having for why Samantha's not there. Okay, we all saw the photos, the paparazzi photos of them shooting a funeral scene it, like in New York City so we were all like who's dying it's got to be either Samantha or Big they dealt with Samantha within the first like five ten minutes the first dig comes out when they're like oh they're saying to Bitsy von Muffling Samantha moved to London and Bitsy goes sexy sirens in their 60s are still viable there that was so rude they had to say Samantha's in her 60s and no yeah, longer yeah. viable in New York City they yeah. had to say it I thought that was such a dig and then a couple minutes later they actually talk about it and they say that the reason Samantha's not there is because Carrie fired her as a publicist
0: well I just thought it was like you're giving yourself a little too much credit there care
2: well and then she says this line I thought I was more to her than an ATM so I think that was them speaking to Samantha they're saying to Samantha I thought we were more to you than an ATM because the big issue was that she was getting paid a fraction of what Carrie was getting paid wow 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 i didn't quite put it together like that but that's exactly what
0: was going on they were literally mapping it out for us which was it wasn't that samantha was just difficult on set kim cattrall was not just difficult on set she was a more established actress from the get not as famous but then right wasn't getting paid nearly right. as much as specifically like, sjp
2: yeah the first movie that they made sarah jessica parker made something like 30 million for it kim cattrall fought to get up to the level of like 16 million. And then Charlotte and Miranda are stuck making two million.
0: Wow. They both only
2: made two or three million each because they didn't bargain. I got the numbers wrong because I knew I did. Okay. It says Sarah Jessica Parker got 15 million for the first film. Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon, Miranda and Charlotte got three mil for the first movie, four mil for the sequel. Kim was paid seven million dollars for the first film. Seven million, and Sarah Jessica Parker was fifteen, and that was apparently after Kim bargained for that money. And Charlotte and Miranda are left in the lurch, making three mil each. Which girls bargain for it? Come on! It was like the biggest chick flick of the last fifteen years, or one of the biggest. I mean, I guess
0: when we're talking about millions, it seems like over the top to even care that much. I mean, I guess, and you could say like, well, we couldn't do it without Carrie, but like. The truth is, you could technically but you also, like, the, the four of them should be paid if Sarah gets a little bit more maybe, but, like, they yeah. should all be paid equally. Like, why would that? I, I just feel like that's my problem with money, I guess, in the end. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker actually should be the one to take one for the team and go, I'm going to give my salary to my sisters because it is more than just an ATM to me. And, like, it isn't right, right that I'm getting paid. This is on SJP. How dare you get $30 million and then expect everyone to do as much work, grueling days, wearing Manolos, looking ugly in the tabloids, and spending as and much also-
2: sarah jessica parker never even has to show her titties she can't even talk about masturbating in the first episode i know so yeah i mean it's a lot going on because also i know people who know sarah jessica parker and i've read things in the press about sarah jessica parker and everyone says she is the nicest person ever i it have never matter, you heard be a, bad a nice person about her
0: but let me tell you something it has nothing to do with nice person i'm sure she's a nice person but money when you start getting excessive excesses of money and you think that you deserve it more than the people around you you are there it's the same way that Todd later you look here he's very like anti-abortion and it's like oh he's brainwashed at that point it's like it's like the more money that's why my dad and I got in this whole conversation last night about like business and he's going yeah but that's business that's business and I'm saying well it's not going to be because it's always sustainable it's always emotional it isn't sustainable and now the wealth gap is too great so like actually unless there is a a huge shift in the way that we think about status in terms of money and having them be related you know i mean yes teachers should get paid more but i mean everyone should i know but i mean
2: honestly my teachers should not have gotten paid more than what they got paid
0: well, okay, I I, I'm laughing and I want to have, actually, let's put a pin in that. Now we're really fucking talking, so put a pin in it. We will come back to that yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But I just think in this specific case, if it's a, I think Kim Cattrall has self-respect where she's going, fuck her. You want her to have this? And and then you're also going to not pay the other two enough? Like, share if you want the show to be the
2: show, share this fucking table and the fries with all the girls. They should have been bargaining more. Their agents should have been bargaining more. And it's ridiculous. I actually think it's kind of ridiculous that Sarah Jessica Parker would be making five times more than all the other women it really is I'm really
0: turned right? off by that i'm that really breaks my heart honestly, and maybe right. that's my own shit, but like i'm I hurt it's not about like it isn't yeah. about like the amount and I understand so like so like I cast a lot of like corporate like like so a few months ago I cast a corporate comedy event, and so I had a certain amount of money that was given to me by the company to pay the comics for their sets that they were writing, okay? Yeah. I needed some of them more than others. I trusted some of them more than others. I knew certain of their, I mean, I hate even saying this, but it's like, I knew that people who, even if they were the most talented and were going to do the best job, would do it for less than someone who like had a lot of followers for the most part. Because it's like at the end of the day, the business is eyeballs, especially in advertising. So yeah. to have like influencers, I just wanted to make sure it was going to be a good show because it was under my production company. But it was interesting because it's like even paying my friend comics different rates and like feeling weird about not disclosing what anyone got to anyone else made me feel so ick it's so gross yeah 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 i just feel like we're talking about money in terms of like the millions for a sex in the city movie that's enough money that's there's enough pie there everybody that's so greedy of sarah if the minute that she heard what everyone's being paid if she was actually a good leader she would split it with them
2: Right but also I will say We expect women to do that More so than men So me and you would expect A man to do that as well I
0: now expect No whenever you hear These stories where it's like I I gave half my salary So that she can be paid more It's like we do We do like treat them like Hero hero But that should be fucking normal Like we do need to stay Artists need to stand up For each other
2: Yeah also Sarah Jessica Parker Has a producer credit On the show and the movies But it's like Well who's to say The other ladies Don't want a producer credit
0: Right and also that means That she's getting paid Quadruple the money from a million different things and we'll always get residuals like that are multipliable.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, that, and like the thing that came out for the, for this series was there was a rumor, this hasn't been confirmed, but there was a rumor that part of the reason Kim Cattrall walked away wasn't just the money, which has been an ongoing thing for her, but it was also because one of the storylines they had for Samantha was that Brody, Miranda's son, was sending her dick pics. And Kim Cattrall allegedly, allegedly again this is not confirmed allegedly kim cattrall was like that's fucking gross i'm not doing like a pedophilia adjacent storyline right and i you, mean he's literally 15 right and you can see in this first episode they talk about him jizzing in condoms in the first like five minutes and it's like oh clearly that was top of mind for the writer's room
0: no it's like literally the cold open is i slipped on brody's jism this morning like it yeah. is Did you say was a jism <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why I just thought Miranda's <laughs> old Miranda's an old fogey now she stepped on a... I was thinking like condom. J- you the- said like <laughs>
2: you were going to say jizzy condom and you said jizzdom, which is really a great word. We
0: need that. I stepped that word. on his jizzdom. I stepped in his jizzdom this morning. No, but she like, yeah. So she steps in Brady's jizz. And then there's this scene where like he and his girlfriend are fucking like really fucking loud and dirty. And they're being like, fuck me, daddy. And like Miranda and Steve are just in bed, like, harumph. We should have never let him have Cindy over or whatever. And it's like, yo, this is like, that's where they're Raise trying your to take child. the child. And it actually is pedophile heavy in the media we really that's such a bad idea it's making that sexualizing the 15 year old is at least make him I don't know I just think that's so weird
2: yeah and like six 15 year olds are already sexualized they are having sex but like I don't care and I don't want it in my tv show there's a graphic scene yeah I also just think raise your kid I don't think Miranda would be letting her kid do that
0: right the thought that she is the most uptight of the housewives and is the one who's also just allowing her son to stop her from sleeping because he's fucking so loud and hard and leaving his loaded condoms for her to pick up is fucking right. insane it's actually insane in terms of she's a lawyer and she can't get her son to not jizz on the floor and she's in her
2: 50s i'm in my 30s when i have a kid i will never see that kid's used condoms but right never if if it were to happen i would not shame
0: them but that wasn't the storyline. The storyline oh, is like, I would probably fucking shame them. I would not. I'm, they definitely found lots of things of
2: mine. But I, I would be I like, just... I would be like, yo, you're having sex. You're using condoms. Amazing. You make it my fucking problem to clean up. <laughs> <and> not, <leave. laughs> you're not leaving
0: the house. Yo, number one, absolutely clean up is the word. Number two, I feel like we just saw the Jersey Shore. Like you can take the girl <laughs> out of Jersey, but you cannot. I mean, you just sounded so fucking like Jersey mafia parent. <laughs> the minute you make cleaning up your business my problem. It's your problem. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I agree. I agree. To see your kids fucking condoms? Hell no. Well, but it's not even to see it. It's like what what she was saying, and it's I think clean up. That's why I say I think clean up is like the key word there because it's like she actually was walking in his room and slipped on it. It's like you're raising
2: a beast. That's a beastly move.
0: You know what? Real men put stuff in the trash. I mean, look, you saw Molly's messy apartment today. The trash was in the trash or at least near the trash. I mean, there was an effort to put the trash in the trash. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can have a few things laying on the floor. But in general, we need to agree that all the trash goes in this area just so that we're not actually living. Look, if there was actual trash around
2: Molly's, in Molly's laundry, if there was trash, she wouldn't have put it online. right exactly and also i picked the four trashiest looking parts of my apartment the rest of of it is fine it was for comedic yeah yeah yeah. 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 but yeah i i just think raise your child i don't believe that miranda would be that permissive with her kid having sex i think that when teenagers are having sex they should hide it from their parents like normal (laughs) fucking people i
0: i agree with that
2: completely yeah guess who else hides sex from their parents adults adults you want to have sex your parents don't need to be privy to that you need to use a condom throw it away you're mature enough to do the deed you're mature enough to not fucking have jizz all over your floor I'm sorry that was the most unrealistic storyline okay but I want to also put a pin in the
0: amount of times that parents have been too involved in my sexual escapades because of what a fucking wild little bitch I was would would blow your fucking mind.
2: <laughs> oh, me too. Me too.
0: We've got to talk about that on the next app. Because like what you're saying is so right, which is like, I think back, I'm really grateful that nobody shamed me for getting caught. But I totally agree, right? And it's the same way it's like you're you you do not want your kid. We're not fucking in public because you're our children and we respect each other that that's not something like like that's not something anyone does for the space right let's have respect for our space and have this be a a safe zone
2: yeah I was shamed a lot for like being not sexually active but like doing things when I was younger and I do think I think it was a bit much and it turned into a scapegoating but Mm -hmm. I do think there is a place for shame in the sexual milieu I think we should be too ashamed to jerk off in public I do think that that's a very useful place for shame to reside. You know what I mean? Like, I think that the shame exists for a reason and Mm -hmm. it should be internal. It should be, I shouldn't do, I'm not going to do that. I shouldn't have done that. It shouldn't be other people putting it on you, but I do think it's got a little, it, it is a little useful. If I slip on my kid's condom, I am shaming my kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like being really specific about what you're shaming people about.
2: Leading up to the shaming, I will have a very open conversation exactly, with them about But it's just, exactly. if I see the evidence, we're done.
0: You're not shaming them for being a sexual person. You're yes. shaming them for making your house disgusting with their sexuality. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. it, essentially essentially
2: another thing that irked me a little and i do want to say overall i was happy to see the girls back and i'm happy to see this and i'm Same. gonna watch every single episode
0: i watched it with my mom when you're like the 60 since and will get fucked in London, whatever. myra 63 cracking up she thinks it's the funniest thing she ever heard
2: oh i'll have to ask yeah. my mom what she thought
0: she's so, like for us it's like seems offensive because we're like what six-year-olds are not viable but you know what it's a joke for the six-year-olds because they don't feel viable
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I wish they would know that they are viable. I thought it was really well done how they dealt with adding in some diversity in terms of gender identity and yes, race yes. and things. And I really like how it wasn't like the way they did it in the first movie where Louise from St. Louis is just like truly the, and I'm saying this because this is the real name. This isn't because I use this word with the magical <laughs> Negro trope. What is that? So a magical Negro trope, it's like a film and literature concept. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. a For black any, yeah, person shows up and just saves the white person's life and then disappears when they have... Have no more use for the white person it was right literally... so you're saying basically
0: jennifer hudson
2: yeah exactly her character was textbook that trope and so... that is
0: for the record a term that molly learned in film school it's not actually yes. something that she is this is not her language this is what they call it in the academy
2: right exactly and it's not a good thing it's not a good trope it's a form of tokenism and it's not cool yes. so now it looks like the the new black characters that they're introducing really great that there's more than one i mean clap it up the professor who Miranda meets she's not just automatically being like oh my god thank you for hanging out with me I I live to serve you which is what unfortunately they made the Louise character do in the movie so yes. I think they,
0: and they gave her a whole storyline which is like she also has like a fertility she's the new Samantha yeah. is the truth
2: yeah 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 yeah. it seems like she's gonna be in the inner sanctum and the, other,
0: and the other friend with the kid that was also having a recital is also a woman of color
2: yeah 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 so yeah they, it seems like they're actually incorporating these things in a way that is smart and interesting and like they, you know,
0: like they supportive a- of supportive of integration in an actual
2: way yeah they read a few articles last <laughs> they, summer. Read a,
0: they read a few articles they saw the
2: infographics
0: lol yeah they're not who you're angry at they did do their research afterwards
2: yeah question <laughs> does charlotte still live in trey's apartment with harry and her kids because that's weird <gasps> whoa it's still Trey's apartment that she got it's in the divorce.
0: still Trey's apartment. I mean, they did get new wallpaper.
2: Yeah, but it was that little entranceway. With no,
0: the it, 100% is Trey's apartment with like a snowflake wallpaper.
2: Right, like what are you doing? That's so that weird. That is like, Trey's.
0: Well, except that I guess for them, especially because Harry isn't the, I mean, maybe this is my own shit, but like Harry's not like the most erotic. Like I sort of feel like that was what Harry got them in the divorce because he was her divorce attorney to begin with
2: oh true 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 true. okay also the daughter do you remember in the movie when the baby is born and she looked like a clone of harry
0: (laughs) uh i hadn't until you mentioned it but now that you mention it certainly
2: we need to look into where that actress is now
0: (laughs) and does she still look like harry
2: right because that was not there's a whole
0: there's a whole new rose there's a whole new rose
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe that Charlotte was like, "You have to wear the dress. You have to wear the dress." It's that just so-, so
0: Charlotte though. It's like it being with these characters again did remind me that like in the same way as like Seinfeld. It's it's like Sex and the City really is such a fucking classic. And yes. while I was like triggered by so many things in the episode, I was I was oddly relieved by those triggers because I was like, "Yeah, you raised me. Yes. You guys are the people the, the 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 writers did stay Very true to the exact characters that they built from the beginning. And I appreciate that so much.
2: Yeah, because it is a sitcom at the end of the day. It's basically a sitcom with prestige wrapping around it, you know? HBO comedy. Yeah. I I really like that Carrie has a podcast now. I think that's very What did funny. you think
0: of that, that scene where she wouldn't talk about masturbating?
2: I mean, it's believable. She's in her 50s now.
0: Right. It is interesting, though, because I thought they did a really good job of reframing who Carrie would be now. Which yeah. is that, like, the Carries of today aren't, like, blogging from their apartment, which is, which is a studio full of Manolos. It's actually, like queer people talking about sex in an actually raunchy way and and yeah it is I like that they dated her
2: yeah like when's the last time an article or podcast about heterosexual dating made any sort of an impact on the world
0: right the literal only person I can think of is the Carolyn did you hear that yeah that's my mom knocking out her pipe the what was smoking weed i think we just answered the question and i've been choking upstairs and i've been worried that it's like hitting the mic and i just went and got us pizza and now i hear her knocking out her pipe and i realize that the coughing was actually because you got a cough to get off she's getting stoned
2: up there. we need our moms need to meet they have so much in You're common
0: gonna have a great time
2: yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> Yeah, there no one cares about straight sex anymore. Sex in the City actually killed it. Like, oh, sex I was gonna City say was the alpha and the omega. Like, it, it's over now.
0: Well, when I, and of course it was written by a bunch of gay dudes, which are like, yeah, we actually are like an There was a lot else. of women who wrote it, too. There were a lot of women oh, okay, who wrote okay. it, too. The Washington Post has an advice column by Carolyn Hacks, That is very good. And Cheryl Strait has the Dear Sugar podcast, which is out of the BU. That's why I know Boston University uh, Radio Tower. It's from the BU Studios, whatever, WAMU. But those are the only two advice columnists that i can think of to this day and the truth is they are dinosaurs they're
2: just sort of like relics that we appreciate and like well i don't think that's really sex and dating i think that's more interpersonal like it can kind of work with anyone do you know what i mean whereas Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. sex in the city and that whole 90s 2000s raunchy sex writing thing was about like the physical mechanics of like should i do butt stuff you know well
0: and i guess that's why the that is why the the character on the show the queer host of the podcast was like, we need more from you because I like that it kind of showed the difference between the modern, more verbal, more immediate age versus like the sitting home and typing behind your computer and being safe behind this plexiglass wall where you could control your words versus the the ability to just do what we do here on the space trash podcast which is run our fucking mouths
2: but also like her whole thing was not talking about her own sex life it was talking about other people's sex life and it was like
0: answering like philosophical questions about if he this then what if this
2: yeah so now you kind of have to debase yourself by talking about your own shit like i actually luckily we were raised that way
0: luckily that's how i was raised so i'm like oh great i've been doing this since i was like at parties when i was 13
2: Yeah, but also, like, I don't know if I've ever heard an interesting conversation about masturbation. Like, I don't know if I want to... that's
0: a good point. Whoa.
2: Right? It's not that interesting to
0: talk about okay damn sex in the city is still the best fuck but it's like it's 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 so great because they actually did nail it which is not only that there's no interesting conversation about masturbation but the truth is the reason that there's not an interesting conversation about masturbation probably is because we are all uncomfortable disclosing the actual i mean the way that they were talking about it the, the show was like boring. where have you masturbated in public where have you masturbated it's like that's actually not that intimate either
2: like nobody right.
0: really is being intimate even if it appears to be raunchy
2: and it's like i don't know get over- over it it's not like
0: cool and interesting to talk about it's like the scene where carrie was like masturbating in front of me i'm like are you kidding me you've been on again off again for at least 30 fucking years and you've never seen him jerk his fucking dick off what the fuck's wrong with you
2: yeah and i didn't need to see that either especially that was weird what was about to happen to him i was like really this is what we're doing for big's final hurrah we're watching him jerk it big Dies. Yeah. At the end and... of the first
0: fucking episode, I didn't. I didn't even see the funeral scenes beforehand. I wasn't expecting a death. I was literally not sure what to expect. I go, Oh yeah, let's talk about it the pod. Let me watch the first episode with my mom.
2: Oh my! No, Molly. I. I, I was. Taken aback. Those were the notes I got. People were like, like when I put on my Instagram story, what are your thoughts? Everyone was like, I will never recover. I can't believe this. Someone said, Why didn't Carrie call 911? Why didn't she call 911 immediately? She doesn't need to be, don't you fret, Monsieur
0: Marius. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? She's literally fucking Eponine out there as if she doesn't have a phone right there.
2: I know. They
0: had cell phones. Eponine would have called the ambulance.
2: And then they go, and just like that, Big died. I almost threw my glass of water at the television
0: no fuck you guys fuck you guys what do you, like that, do you think we
2: are stupid what you think we're stupid like that's like saying sex in the city
0: big died it's devastating they're showing how much this couple has evolved i mean the entirety of the series was big and carrie breaking up and getting back together a non-commitment then we had two movies about will they or won't they get married they finally are married the relationship seems great i did hate the dialogue in that that the initial scene where we saw them in the kitchen i thought eh, this this sounds too righty well, you know, ba-da-da-da-ba, ba da da ba It's like, Carrie... No more girls. Right. It's like, you're in your 50s, you're talking a little slower. Just, you know, she was so like, I gotta set my pussy up and ba da 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 It's like, come on. But I thought it was cute. I thought it was romantic. I thought, gosh, how interesting. What are they going to do? As someone who didn't see any spoilers, what are they going to do with this relationship now that it seems to be definitely stable? So then when he died, the film student in me was like, okay, now we have a plot yeah. line. E- either was going to be that or, like, he cheated or, like, he he they broke up again the whole storyline did complete within the marriage and now the only
2: thing to do i guess was really to kill him yeah because he's already cheated they've already had the baby conversation he's already left her at the altar it's all already happened her life was perfect which means that it has to now become interesting Yeah, yeah 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 but i don't know it was
0: the only time we've ever heard her say john really other than that final final episode of the series and it was the only time they referred to her ever as mrs. Preston.
2: Oh, I never saw that part. Wouldn't they say Mrs. Preston?
0: When, when at the oh oh oh, I started episode two. That's where. Sorry.
2: Mm, Spoiler! Spoiler!
0: spoiler, In episode two, in the first five minutes, they do refer to her as Mrs. Preston because now she has to plan the funeral.
2: I don't want to watch someone plan a funeral. Right. Right. Death. I. It was yeah. even just triggering to watch him die because I have like such a fear that. Because dude, she should have called. Did you have that thought? Like the
0: phone was sitting there. We do know that it can handle a shower. I know it's been through the washing and in the ocean. In my case, the phone works. Call nine one one. He lifted his head. He's alive. Call nine one one. I know.
2: I know. It was weird <sighs> that they showed the phone. Don't
0: you fret, Monsieur, Mister Big. I don't <laughs> feel. Please.
2: I know, I know. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. I I do want to say just on the COVID topic, it was very weird that they referred to covid at all i was like we should really just be pretending this didn't happen Dude,
0: that's like when you watch law and order every once in a while there will be like a few jurors or like a few people in the courtroom wearing masks it's like but mariska and chris aren't so like this is television we can suspend our disbelief into a time when this was not covid come on yeah none of us want to remember that covid
2: happened new york's not even operating in that way yet like people are still wearing masks inside and like the whole thing of sex in the city was when they were planning it whenever they shot it you never saw winter until the final season because they shot it in what they called eternal spring they were like we're gonna which is hilarious because there is no spring in new york it just goes from freezing (laughs) to ball sack hot there's probably like two spring days but the entire show takes place in this fake spring that doesn't exist so i'm like if you can make it fake spring why can't you make it fake not COVID?
0: no COVID. that was where like the scene in the kitchen with big initially reintroducing him and any discussion of i miss masks i would kiss i would air kiss without masks all of that it was just like okay it's almost it felt like patronizing
2: yeah but also is it like two years from now like is it ever going to be normal? What I expected was that
0: Carrie was going to show up in the first scene with some tutu that has a matching mask. Like, your mask oh. at the show last night should have been on, on this premiere episode.
2: The Lay Miz mask? Les Molly
0: Mas- posted a photo from seeing Lay wearing, not only did your outfit and body look incredible, but the what mask. The mask. Tell us about the mask.
2: I just got a Lay mask. It was only three pounds. If
0: Carrie was who she says she is... There would be a matching to to mask to go with her dumb outfits, okay? I also hated her gauchos with the, like, wedding manolos. I-, I hate gaucho pants.
2: Oh, I didn't think they were gauchos. I just thought they were, like, cropped wide leg. You're showing your whole calf with gaucho.
0: Okay, okay, okay. That's, I'm, you know I'm not into Foshton until we watch the Met Gala, so I'm just a, kind of a newbie here. But to me, when she was trying to catch the cab after the big recital, also, I had the thought, under no circumstance could you convince me to stay for Lily's recital.
2: Just in general,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe that's because of my own shit. It's just it like is wow. weird
2: to have like an entourage of a bunch of fifty-year-olds at your. P- no one gives a shit about a piano I do No one yet. gives.
0: A- I. I want to say as your friend, should I ever have children, I will never. I don't care if you come to my wedding. I don't. You're my friend, no matter what. Okay, you do not have to sit through the shitty ass middle school music recital under any circumstances i would never put anyway it's the same as like yeah. destination weddings to me it's like don't have a destination wedding and don't fucking require me as your friend to go to your kids music recital send me the video don't you have a phone
2: right and like i'm not gonna watch the video well i'll watch the video
0: so my mom wants to say on the record that she has a big prediction
2: okay okay
0: she wants us to know that she thinks the storyline for the season, and I said I, I wholeheartedly disagree, but she's choking upstairs and she wants to be on record, that she thinks that Carrie is going to, quote, develop Alzheimer's, quote. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's what happens. She's like, you don't even want to remember, so then you just, kind of like Tom Girardi. My, my mom thinks that, that uh, Carrie's on her way to Tom Girardiville, where he doesn't know anything remember anything,
2: because okay, it was so painful. Here's what I think. I I don't think she's far off, but I do think what they will do is incorporate a Samantha Alzheimer's plotline just to twist the knife a whoa. little
0: bit. Whoa, whoa! So you do think there's gonna be an Alzheimer's? Oh, <laughs> you do think there's gonna be an Alzheimer's hint to the season, but it's not actually Carrie. It's gonna be Samantha getting They're gonna fucked be like, at sixty with the Alzheimer's in London. Like,
2: did you hear Samantha has Alzheimer's? Whoa, and she. Also gained 20 more pounds.
0: This is the clit that's the shit herself, AKA Molly Gaby. You know, Molly, I always say your name Gaby. Is it, do you pronounce it Gaby? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Okay, so same. Let's say. Why?
1: So what? Molly
2: Gaby um, is a friend of the pod. She's a friend of the Moon Yule. She's a Moon Ewell stalwart. I think I can say that. Yeah, you're you're with three Moon Ewell stalwarts today, people. And one thing that was not warty was the clit costume she wore when she got arrested in front of the Supreme Courty. So, Molly, we want you to tell us all about this momentous occasion. What happened? From yeah, the beginning,
0: like how like and why were you even like so for the people that weren't there, like you need to understand when we're saying Molly was dressed as a clit. We don't mean a pink pussy hat. No. Right. Um, oh, absolutely. If, it was literally like if Elton John were to do a clit costume, it's what it, you were Elton John as a clit.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So that my head was actually, I don't know if you saw um, CNN or ABC, um, my picture in it, any press is good press, especially good press. Mm. So, so this, this, the costume is actually a vulva. So what, and it's a winter vulva. We have two, I work <laughs> with,
2: what is it hairier?
1: It it definitely is hairier. Wait,
0: Molly, have you seen
2: the clip costume in full? Of course.
0: Okay. Okay. Great. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: So I love that you specify that it's a vulva because a lot of people, especially on Real Housewives, don't know the that what you're looking at when you're looking at someone's junk is that's the vulva. The vulva is the word for external stuff.
1: Exactly. Most of the time, when you hear someone say vagina, they definitely mean vulva. You're talking say, about 90%. the ca- you're talking about the top of the cowboy hat. <laughs> the top of the cowboy hat. Absolutely. All okay. the folds in the cowboy hat. Right. Right. Very good. <laughs> um but we have two costumes for the vulva so i work with abortion access front that's wh- where i'm always going to dc with um i've been working with them for six years we do this kind of shit all the time um so we have multiple costumes and we've got a winter clit slash vulva and a summer <laughs> vulva which is very sexy and the actually summer
2: vulva, does it have like sand caught in it <laughs>
1: I should absolutely make it more uh, realistic and just, yeah,
2: like and stretch out the just
0: the the vagina a whole more a little bit just because you know that's the hoe time. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. And you know, speaking of that, people get they are so much more up in arms when they see the summer vulva. I think because the winter one is more abstract. You know, like the. <laughs> like if from far away you're like oh this is just like someone dressing up in like a fun pink costume and you get really got to get up close to see what it is um same with the vulva um but the summer one it's a very tight form fitting dress and it's very it's just you you see the labia, menorah, majora you know what it is so when i got arrested in dc this week i don't think some of the cops knew i think the the Female cops had to spread the rumor of what I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, had to spread, spread uh, the leg rumor. Exactly. Damn. Um. <laughs> that was that was an, that was a common <laughs> refrain, by the way. But by damn. The, um... Okay, take it out a hack. I don't. I'm not a hack. <laughs> no, I mean they don't mean it as a joke. There's literally oh. street preachers out there yelling in their microphones for us to close our legs um, because we would need abortion if we could just close our legs. Oh, there's another right, Todd.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, there's more Todd video to come. I, I stood as Todd next to the street preachers and just recorded basically was just like, oh hell yeah, what he said after he said anything um, horrific. Shut the fuck horrific. Up, Molly. So there's, there's more so of that ex- coming.
2: So. Let's explain a little bit. You are a character comedian and you are friends with this guy named Todd who you went down there with. And he Thank is, you, I think- He's going to be joining us later to tell us his side of the story because he's a little bit more pro-life mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get into that. But so you so you you're saying that you've been working with Abortion Access Front for a while. Um, you've is this your first arrest? What is Abortion Access Front? They are just a, a abortion access front.
1: Yes. So basically, we were founded by the co-creator of The Daily Show. So we basically uh, you okay. said Name drop. Liz Winstead. uh we use satire and parody and comedy to tackle the abortion issue and bring attention to it and educate people. And we do a ton of independent abortion clinic support like every summer. I mean, before COVID, we used to do a tour where we traveled all around the U.S. doing shows in cities with independent abortion clinics. That's and by the way, that is basically any abortion clinic. That's not Planned Parenthood. Um, it's the local guys, the scrappy ones. Um, so that's what we did do for abortion access front. So these big actions and rallies, it's a huge part of what we did, which I also can't believe I haven't been arrested yet. I've yeah. tried, I've tried to be arrested. Didn't that's happen. amazing. Yeah. You're the
2: Jane Fonda of the Moon you will, clearly. <laughs> so
0: why are you so passionate about put that on the website, Ma? Put that on the The Jane Fonda
1: is that's a really good way to describe it. Yeah, would be an honor.
2: You're the Jane Fonda of abortion access, which she could do a little more for abortion access, I will say. But why are you so passionate about abortion access? Are you just a big fan of Dirty Dancing? What is your what's your impetus here?
1: Yeah, Dirty Dancing uh, was my gateway drug into abortion. I actually I saw that (laughs) movie so many times and truly had no idea that it was about abortion until later. Right. You're like, we talk about this
0: old. We talk about this on this podcast way more than you could possibly imagine how much the abortion in Dirty Dancing comes up. It was Molly was right. Tell Molly. Okay, Molly and Molly. Molly, one, tell Molly, two, the factoid that you told me about why abortion is, I mean, I guess we could cut this if everyone's heard it. I'll edit it, but but you always tell, say me, tell her what you told it, me. And then you don't edit it. I know. I, well, I, just, I just go slowly. I just move slower than you. But wait, 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 what What? Tell her what you told me. Tell her what you told me.
2: Okay, when you say that, I think it's like when, Bart Simpson had to clean the steps of the church and he did it with a toothbrush the shittiest possible job so that he would never be asked to do it again I think some of my edits are good I I just I just do I have to do calls after
0: by the time I start working on them you're just waking up in the morning and then you're like fuck it I'll do it but yeah basically I'm a late night worker anyway 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 bottom line is Molly told me something that is going to blow other Molly's mind
2: read Dirty Dancing the woman who wrote "Dirty" Dancing, I'm pretty sure her name was Eleanor Bergman. It could have been Bergstein. I'm sorry if that's anti-Semitic, but it was Ugh. one of the two. She she wrote it in such a way that the abortion could not be written out of, couldn't be cut out. Like the plot doesn't work without the abortion. So she was really smart for doing that because, of course, when the movie all came together, because it was a really low budget, it was a B movie. You know, it wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to make any money. So when it all came together, the studio was like, hell no, we're not putting out a movie with an abortion as a central plot. It's fucking in Reagan's America. There's no way. And she was like, all right, well, you already sunk this much into it and you literally can't cut it out because the film won't work without it. So they were like, fine. And they just like didn't market it. They did know like they basically tried to like, they didn't try to sink it, but they were like, there's no way this is going to be a hit. And then obviously it was a huge fucking hit. And it's like the only movie with abortion in it. No, it's literally the
0: original abortion access front.
2: But anyway so molly tell us what makes you so passionate about this and and also maybe throw in a little bit of context for what was going on this last week when you were arrested
1: yeah so i mean i fell into abortion um <laughs> and i mean i've had one myself but that was uh way far it my, i know i know um i it just seemed like A ridiculous issue that even existed. It was so obvious to me so early on that the people on the other side of this um uh issue are just the easiest people to make fun of. And it seemed like it honestly just seemed like a very fun issue to get involved in. I'm you're in it
2: for you're in it for the material.
1: I I'm I'm definitely at this point in it for the material. Yes, I believe. That's like one of those things
2: where it's
0: well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's like it's like she's had an abortion yourself, so like it is a personal issue to you. But like, if you could select an, of all of the, because it's like sometimes I, I'll be like I'm, ca- I want to be more cause oriented, right? But then it's like, well, but I, but the, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. It's like when you have a personal connection, it's one thing. When you have a personal connection and the 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 people on the other side are completely fucking buffoonish, it be, I think uh, it becomes an easy. This is the way. This is the the work. This is the last yes,
1: work. Absolutely, a lot of people find it depressing to be involved in this issue, especially now. Um, but it's it's what other issue is it where you meet your nemesis? Nemeses, um, you know, at the steps of the Supreme Court. And one side literally thinks that the other side is murderers. And that's the thing. Every time one side takes it so fucking seriously and thinks you're going to hell fire forever. And the other is like, come on, let's just dance and sing and let us have control of our bodies. It's true. It truly blows my mind every time we we meet them there. And so this last yeah. rally that was at the Supreme Court it's a huge abortion case that we have been gearing up for for a while. So basically, we've been sounding the alarm for decades. Uh, nobody pays attention to the abortion issue uh, because the laws that they pass are very boring on a state and local level. Um, and everyone's like, "Nah, it's, it's just Texas. It's just this little county. But the people in the movement see that people just copy and paste those laws until they get to a national level, until they get to where we are now, which is, you know. States passing six week abortion bans and everybody seems to be shocked and we're like, we have been telling you this for forever. So basically every state has been trying to pass their own challenge to Roe v. Wade. There's been six week bans, 15 week bans, 20 week bans. They all come with their own illogical uh, justification. But the one that made it to the Supreme Court is a Mississippi law uh, that bans abortion at 15 weeks, which is unconstitutional uh, is three
2: and a half months.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's it's viability, which they argue is changing all the time. Um, it's most often understood as 23 to 24 weeks. But they're trying to argue that, you know, now because of science, you can keep a fetus, an embryo alive. And it's just like not possible. But you can say whatever the fuck you want in court and have a lot of people not along with you and be like, yeah, science is science. So is their,
2: their argument is if you would be able to keep this fetus alive in a lab. You shouldn't be able to abort it.
1: Yes, exactly. So then
2: like you shouldn't be able to fucking flush f- Tristan and Chloe's frozen embryos down the toilet when she finally wises up. But you're they're going to, you know, it's the same thing. Yep. Well,
0: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, well but actually
2: that's a question. Can you, do they flush them? I was, that's interesting. I was
0: going to ask you that. Like, so can you, if you do in vitro or whatever, if you harvest your eggs, can you release them? Yeah. Like, can you say, because I was, I thought that they stayed in the bank for a billion years until they like basically expired.
1: No, Interesting.
2: Not.
1: Yeah. No, there's no way, you know, that buildings lose their leases and they just throw them in the trash and turn it <laughs> some that's point. That's a good
0: point. It actually yes. is a real estate issue. <laughs> yeah. Also,
2: this just like that, that just highlights, because to me, that's the same thing. Those embryos could technically become a child the same way that a fetus could become a child so the fact that no one gives a shit about the embryos proves that it's just all about controlling women's bodies and sexuality
0: i mean exactly. not to
2: mention like brianna taylor could have also become an adult oh they
0: don't care about people once they're
1: born right that's not that too like, heavy
0: but do you know what i mean it's like, yeah. you know, like no, it's this whole true. argument is so fucking stupid because it's like hey guys we don't care that much about people well we actually like we care
2: about people Right. I, oh, no. If 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 the pro-life because I grew up Catholic, so I grew up with a lot of anti-abortion rhetoric and propaganda around me. I even went to a virginity retreat where yeah. we learned, yes, that every abortion is a partial birth abortion. They basically were like every time a woman gets an abortion, what they do is they induce labor and they stick a like prison shank into the back of the baby's skull. And then, uh, you know get like it. And then they just like throw it away in the, in a dumpster. So like I grew up around all this rhetoric and I do understand the people who make the argument, this could be a life one day. So it's wrong to extinguish it. But like the, like I, I get that on its face, but then, okay, put your energy into birth control and helping mothers and prevent and like sex education but that's never what it is it's always just penalizing women so that's why it's like it's clearly just not that
1: no yeah it's a this is a great cover issue for just wanting to tell women to fuck off it's it doesn't require really much of you this issue because there's no person speaking behind the person you're advocating for. It's just, you show up at a rally, your bus, your high school is bused to the Supreme court once a year. You, uh, you know, give, give the guy next to you a little hand job. You go to the rally, you, you say protect the unborn, choose life. And then you go home and you could consider yourself a, a quote pro-life activist. There's, there's nothing beyond that. Well, yeah. and it's actually kind of crazy, too, because even you saying that is so demented because it's
0: like, um, you know, it's like there's nobody to speak for the, the fetus. It's like, well, actually, the the women who've gotten abortions, I think, probably are good advocates for the fetus, if anybody. I mean, they're, they're, there, is, there are voices behind the issue. They're just alive.
2: Right. Yeah. Or the families of women who were able to get an abortion when their child, when they weren't ready to raise a child and then went on to have a happy family because... They didn't have their entire world rocked when they were too young to have a kid. Like, yeah. Also, if you are fine with getting an abortion, like, I don't know why that needs to be anyone else's business. Like, it's not. It just has nothing to do. Any, anyway, we're all on the same page with this. Tell no, us about No, it's literally when-
0: like, do you use Cottonelle or do you use Angelsoft? That's a bad analogy. Okay, sorry.
2: Yeah. Um. Do you remember when? Lena Dunham said that she wished she had an abortion, but she didn't. That was funny.
0: Wait, when did she she say that?
2: She was on a podcast and talking about abortion access. And she was like, no, "No, I wish I got the chance, but I never did kind of thing. And everyone was like, are you fucking crazy? (laughs) Anyway,
1: it's a day off of work. I mean, for some people, for other people, not. You got to go back into work, right? Uh, and for-, for
2: some people, it is really traumatic too, which is why, like, I wish that we would get past. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The access conversation and then move on to the conversation of like, talking about what it's really like and making it easier for people and you know what I mean like because we're stuck in this low insanely low bar of can we even get one in the state we live in we can't even start the conversation of okay how do we make it the most comfortable Mm -hmm. like experience non-traumatizing experience possible or how do we fucking get people on birth control or to use condoms so that they don't need to even get one in the first place like we can't even have that conversation yet.
1: Yeah, there's no room for nuance because we're we're still fighting the women are people, you know, argument. We're like, we have control over our bodies. And after that, we could, you know, have more discussions about how to uh, expand the circle of what the experiences of abortion, uh, you know, stories. But I mean, those people, people are definitely doing that work for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's just hard to get to that point unless you're like already in the trenches of really understanding and like being a women's rights advocate. Like if you're just a random teenager, you're not getting the right information about any of this stuff. But anyway, tell us about the arrest. So you're in the, you're on in front of the Supreme court, you're dressed Mm -hmm. like a clit in the winter it's furry. It's got, I guess, like control top pantyhose on for the added warmth. I mean, oh the- oh it no no no! Looks
0: like Elton John. I thought she was Elton John at, at, at first glance.
2: So I'm how that- do you know when you're getting arrested? How do you know it's about to happen?
1: Well, they give you three three warnings. Um, so it's definitely like civil disobedience. You know what you're getting into. I, I am happy you brought up the control top leggings though, because I will show you the tape of me getting arrested. So we're all on the ground. So you block traffic. Um, and then the battalion of Capitol police comes over and on bikes and on foot and they give you three Wait, warnings. Like bicycles. Oh yeah. Uh, I am have- losers. <laughs>
2: Come on. Get a real vehicle. <laughs> Whoa, uh, Molly. Yeah. What Are you Dutch? <laughs> Fuck off.
1: <laughs> oh, Molly! Next time you have to be there and just say that to their faces. They would love. Um, but hey, do you so- ha- Can we see the video? We can either post it or show us
0: if you. Yeah, if we'll you post have the it. video, but tell us. I yeah, to see this. This is incredible.
1: So you you sit down. You block traffic on purpose. The the capitalists come over. They give you three warnings through a megaphone. Um, so it's very intentional, the arrest. So then once the- Are they like warn-
2: the brain cell level of person who screams into megaphone because they don't understand that it's already broadcasting their voice?
1: 100%. And they all have the same- okay, mouth I-
0: mouth. I- I take offense with that. Not only do I sit here with a mustache, but I'm screaming to the microphone every fucking episode. So I don't know what the fuck you mean by that, but I take it personally. Because you're already being amplified. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but I'm that idiot. So I just want to say, this is this is not a podcast that is
2: just one-sided, okay? Yeah, like, this, but- this is a backup <laughs>
1: career for you, for okay. sure.
2: Okay. But so um, what are they saying? What is the warning?
1: Um, The warning is that uh, if you don't, I don't remember this specific verbiage, but it's basically like if you don't get up now, you will be arrested. This is your first warning. And then uh, they say the same thing and they go, this is your second warning. You will be getting the third warning. Um, and then they give you the third warning. And they're and then they're basically like, well, we're going to we're going to arrest you now. And we're like, Woo,
0: OK, um, sort of like a third trimester abortion. Wow.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Except you don't get you don't get warnings for that. And their
2: arrest isn't viable until after the third warning. So maybe they should take their own fucking Mm. advice. Mm. Your own advice, motherfucker? Hypocrisy. (laughs) It's not an arrest until it's a goddamn arrest. It's not a baby until it's a baby. Boom. Yeah.
1: I'm always wondering. uh, I mean, I'm sure it's majority anti-choice people on uh, police forces. But um, then they start taking you one by one and they... You know there's a lot of options we did and as far as arrests go this went really well because they didn't put our hands behind our back and zip tie us or anything they basically gave us what looks like a um a wristband to get into a club and um then they'll have one awesome yeah this time this and i will say this this is this arrest story they can be a lot this is basically as well as an arrest can go they can go really poorly
0: Well, and I want to say how stupid they are, because if I were there arresting your fucking gorgeous, big titty ass, I would fucking be locking your arms behind your body. And fucking, please, they do not know what they're doing with women.
2: (sighs) So true. So true.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. And I was looking around. I started laughing, crying right before they picked me up because I I was just uh, thinking of how absurd it is that the first time I got arrested was in a big, hairy vulva. Dude, it's so
0: right. No, it's so
1: right. It's
2: I couldn't be prouder.
1: It does. It does make a lot of sense. So, okay.
2: Be honest. Mm -hmm. Were any of the cops hot?
1: Yes. 100%.
2: How many? Four. What
1: was hot about
2: them? Did they have that Joe Pesci at the beginning of home alone vibe where it's like dirt bag or what, or what? Mm
1: -hmm. What's hot to me. I, I was trying to pick out the, um, the, the, the door gear, like, uh, for the male cops, it was kind of like, who didn't have a ton of friends? And I find that attractive. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, a little the serial other... killer. But... <laughs> yes. Um, so the cop who actually arrested me was not hot at all. But uh, I was sitting, uh, the guy who booked me, adorable. And, you know, we had some banter going on. I was like, do you even know what I am? And He was like, I'm sorry, I don't. I was like, it's a was like, I'm, I'm searching
2: for it in my head, but
0: I can't find it. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I'm right in front of you. I'm showing you where it is. I'm here.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There were some. Yeah, there I, I was. Trust me, Molly. same page. I was scanning the crowd. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we're so when you get did they put you in a cop? Car? I've honestly never like talked to someone who's been arrested. So th- this is really just, you know, did they put you in the cop cart? What happened? Did you go to jail?
1: No. So again, this is as this is my disclaimer. If you get arrested, it will probably not be like this. Um, So they they when there's rallies and big protests, you are on the Jane Fonda plan.
2: They're like, there are big, big A-listers protesting on the steps of these buildings. We have to use kid gloves.
1: This is basically as privileged as it gets when it comes to getting arrested. And I will say, um, you know, we talk about it as a as an organization beforehand, like who's willing to get arrested. And um, the black women always opt out because it's a whole different ball game for them, no, as I would, too.
0: No, we should, as the white women, especially as the white women dressed as clitoris, we should be opting... Like putting ourselves, I'm smoking a joint, a hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah, putting ourselves out there first.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this story is like fun for me, but I'm just like putting a disclaimer out there that I do acknowledge that for because of who I am and what I look like, Uh, it was a fun experience. But uh, well, it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't fun. You're being a little facetious. Um, I I I was I will say I was laughing a lot just because of the absurdity of the uh, of the situation um, i mean yeah. i'm
0: glad that it wasn't like because this is like a, a specifically woman hating group i think it actually is i, I think a a, a a feather in the cops hats who are like okay i can't deny her pussy power this big clip treat her gently
2: but I, I also don't think cops are necessarily gonna go hand in hand with anti-choice i don't i don't i think yeah. they probably don't give a shit for the most part you know like i don't know it's just an inkling that's until it's their point. daughter, until it's their daughter. Yeah. And if yeah, it's yeah. their daughter, they're going to make her get an abortion, you know, like right. if it's out of wedlock. Like, I think that's kind of what the co- the plan the cops are on. I think the cops probably think that the religious protesters are way more ridiculous and like wouldn't be on there. So st- I don't know. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like, you know, a cab. Obviously, we are a cab podcast. <laughs> we love Les Mis, Uh, you know. But the. (laughs) Molly saw it again last night.
1: Are you serious?
2: I saw it it on stage for the first time ever. I've never seen it. Wait, I thought you saw it in New York. No? No. Oh my God. Oh my, okay,
0: so now you finally know what I mean when I talk about the big, the, 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 the mighty ducks flying V at the end. You finally yeah, know so, what I okay, mean. Yeah, so okay, I was a little oh.
2: bit, I didn't like the way they staged it because at the end, it's the most boring storyline is the love triangle. It's mm-hmm. so boring. And then they show up, all the good people fucking died so that the two blandest bourgeoisie ass motherfuckers could go on. I was like, wait, we really went through this whole revolution just so that like the upper middle class could thrive. This is actually more depressing than if I hadn't seen the play. Bro, I am so happy that you finally have seen it because, number one,
0: that staging, not to pull focus here, but real quick, that staging is, like, that's Bible. Like, they're never going to re-block the show. It's, like, like, that's, like, part of that. But, like, the same way that, like, the Rent set, like, that's the set Mm -hmm. for Rent. We're not in the 80s anymore now. It's just a period piece. It's, like, it's, like, this or 90s, I guess. But, like, that, that... And that final, do you hear the people say, yes. we're like, all oh, step, step out, step out. We're all of a sudden
2: in a triangle. And then they we're weren't like- in a triangle. Actually, they were straight across the back. And then the okay. two, that and Marius were in the front, but it was the same thing in spirit, but I liked it better in the movie because they're going around the barricade and they're doing like dolly shots mm-hmm. of Paris. And it's like, okay, this was for the people, but Whoa. also, I,
0: yeah, shit. Wow. I I be-
2: Go ahead. the, I the guy who played Javert was really, really talented, but I refused to clap for him the whole time because I was just like, fuck you. And he all of his, like Nick would (laughs) be a testament to his performance. we, I want to make let's send him a clip of this. He should know that. No. And then at the end, when he spoke, he delivered a message to the crowd and he had this Essex accent, which is like basically Cockney accent. He was like, all right, gazes. I'm a little nervous to be doing this part of the show. I don't no. know why. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like working class hero who's like not a cop at all. It was the I was like, oh, my God, I love you. I, I want to I need to follow him on Instagram. He was so charming. And I felt fault. he got cast as the cop. Well, in fact, you loved his
0: performance, first of all. I mean, you believed him. That's why oh, yeah. it was so amazing. I just, like, so many things are just rocking through my mind right now because I don't, Molly, I don't know if it means as much to you as it does to me and other Molly, but like, Les Mis really means the world to us. And it is, I would say, aside from Dirty Dancing, the lifeblood of this pod. And <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really fucking is. Like, it's so weird how we'll be like, there was a funny clip and then she'll send me like a fifteen a 15 second reel or whatever and it's like another do you hear the people say <laughs> it's, it's, it's unbelievable how much this has folded into the narrative of the space trash world but what i will say is number one almost as crazy as anybody being pro-life to think that somebody has seen lame is the movie before it's like when you're like oh i saw the movie then i read the book I this know. to me is like that on hot. I'm like <laughs> fucked up about it. I always thought I you saw it in New York. No. Ooh, number two, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I uh, am wrong. They didn't do the Mighty Ducks V at the end. Molly, Gabe, have you seen Les Mis on
2: Broadway or Ever Live?
1: I have. Oh, okay. They did no, the V. This was when I was much v. younger.
2: Well, I think this is a new staging. It's got a special name. I forget what the name was. Also, they had they had colorblind casting, which um, they had what right. So when they brought out all the washer women, all the laundry women, I was like, "Let me find the most anemic Anne Hathaway, Audrey Hepburn, ass <laughs> white ass <laughs> white girl." That's gonna be Fontaine, because I was like, "I want to check her out before she starts her solo." Right, and it turned out they cast a black woman in that role, and she was hell yes. Blocking incredible
1: oh that's amazing
2: yeah but here's what and the guy who led the revolution was a black guy and he had the oh my god his voice nick and i turned to each other at the same time when we were like his voice is insane he was insane but they they still cast fucking cosette as a little, like, anemic white girl. Well, I think it's hard for any of us to
0: believe that at the end of the... Look, Markle's having a hard enough time as it is. At the at the moment, it's a little bit too much to suspend our disbelief that it's not an anemic white girl that's in the palace in the end. But just the, the way things are now. Until the monarchy falls, that's like... We can think about black revolutionaries, but to think that the person with the money with really no talent, the most boring music in the show, her... That, to be able to sing like that doesn't mean you have a good voice. It means right. you're fucking annoying. That high of a <laughs> like to be to do a whole like that high <laughs> register soprano. Yeah.
2: What,
0: what's her What's her big song? No, nothing.
2: Oh, right, right. I can't even castle. remember. I
0: know. Oh, there oh yeah. Is no. a castle.
2: No. They no. should have listened. That's like when she was ten. What about she, I'm talking about Amanda Seyfried? Nothing. She nothing. They should have cast like young black actresses to play those roles too. It really annoyed me that they didn't go all the way. It's like, okay, we found one black woman who was good enough, but like the other ones all have to be white. That was really stupid. And it reminded me of when I saw Hamilton here in the UK. And it's just, it's just how funny, like, I'm not in the business of saying one country is more or less racist than another. I think every country is racist and it manifests itself differently. Okay. But in the UK, I think there's an awkwardness around race that goes unspoken. And when i saw hamilton here instead of colorblind casting they cast every role in the same ethnicity that it was originally on broadway do you see what i'm saying like yeah. i like, didn't hamilton's even... wife was asian oh no you're um, kidding me oh my god yeah, angelica <gasps> was a black woman like it was all and like the main guy was caribbean Wait, molly it was, like, you're like this was really fucking the, me up this was not the point of the of the way they cast Hamilton, it was not like now Eliza is Asian forever. Like that's not the point. <laughs> okay. It's so, so here's a real question: the best Actors get the roles, right?
0: Duh. Here's a real question, though. Here's a real question. It actually ties it all. It ties it all together. Would you rather go down as a pro-life, uh, anti-Molly the Clit? <laughs> like, what would you even call them? Like, and not activists, like. Rabbble Rouser, protester, protester. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you rather be a would you rather be one of Todd's friends, Todd or his like friends? Religious nuts. A religious nut that is fighting for women's um right to not choose what they do with their yes. body. Ll. Or would you rather be the, the person responsible for going, okay, I found a perfect Angelica. Oh my god, I found the most perfect Asian the most perfect Asian right. Skylar sister oh oh my oh my god I found a I found a guy he's Puerto Rican he's five one he's gonna play Hamilton right like there's yeah, yeah. like would you so which which is more of an embarrassing character like if you if you were on your
2: deathbed and you were like oh which would you be more embarrassed about I would definitely be more embarrassed to be an
1: anti-abortion protester I don't think I would really uh, I'm I'm torn. I'm thinking about the inner life of both both of these types Same. of people too. Yeah. And Same. I'll tell you, the anti-choicers seem uh, to be completely unthinking, absolutely unself aware, right. unbothered, unpressed, exactly. un everything. Yeah. They just seem to be coasting and um you know that's a that's a life choice for sure. They're I not mean, gonna I...
2: have the introspection to even be ashamed. Whereas I like, think they're gonna the person... be so proud. They're gonna be like, at the end of the day,
0: what I did was tell that girl that she was a walking shark for getting an abortion. And yeah, that was yeah, such yeah.
1: a fucking good one. <laughs> Whatever. One way ticket to yeah. heaven. Yeah. Like they
2: right. really do think that they're they feel like, good about it. They they don't realize that. They're subconsciously trying to control women. Like, they really consciously think we are protecting babies. Like, well,
0: and, beyond and liberating
1: that, women.
2: Beyond that, they're oh, actually God. what they're. That's why
0: Todd is such a great uh, guy you met. I think it might be your cousin. I don't know. We'll figure yeah. out. But, but he is such an. That why I immediately was like, oh, that's. We need him every week because it's a way to have these conversations without actually being the annoying person at the party. Mm-hmm. So, right? So important. And it's like, Oh, my God. Sorry. I smoked that joint. I lost my train of thought. What did I start the sentence as? Hold on. I don't on. remember
2: either. I think fuck, I think fuck. that the person who cast British Hamilton oh! was operating from a place of fear of offending people. And like, I think we can all. Yes! relate to that. I think we can all relate to that. Yes. But, but real quick, I remember my
0: point, which was that they think they're doing it to control women. But they don't. The really the deeper, more embarrassing thing is that they don't even know women. They have no opinion of women. They have no thought of women. They are actually just like seething in. It's like it's hard to even find like well, what's the right word for it? it. It has nothing to do with women at the end of the day. Is actually the hard like the hard thing. They are dis- they're it's like it's like wa- it's like walking a walk walking bruise. They're walking bruises. They're just like mm. like they have no connection to themselves at all. It's like they're literally like dementors in Harry Potter is how I think of it. I guess what I'm saying. Okay, I could. I, it's not I mean, about the- women actually. It's about like we are not safe. We're yeah. already ghosts. We're already, it's people saying, do You hear the fucking people say
2: they're <laughs> both operating from a place of fear now. Okay, and they're ghosts. Molly, I know that Todd has a hockey practice to get to, so we can yes. meet okay, yeah. Soon. Hold so, on. can you give us your final thoughts, Jerry Springer style, about your arrest and how it went and what you're and how can we support the abortion access front? Great.
1: Yeah, I, um forget what Jerry Springer does for final... He just wraps up his show. Yeah. Jerry Springer gives his final thoughts at the end of... He has his yeah, final thoughts. Final-
2: and it says final thoughts on a screen at- behind him. It's like...
1: Okay, oh, yeah, bold. yeah, yeah, right. We
2: could have figured this out. We realize there's only two minutes left of the show. Like, we realize these are your final thoughts. Uh, like,
1: bold, it. bold of him. But that's what's um, like, Molly's
2: pro-life, so she- or
0: she's she's pro-choice, so she contemplates.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, my final thoughts would be um we need more people on the ground showing up so if you have ever thought about dipping your toe into getting involved please uh, reach out to an organization like Abortion Access Front. Uh, like there's power in numbers, and especially when the media covers that. Uh, the media is actually the thing that's been fucking us over and got us to where we are because they did both sides for so long. And there's actually not two sides. There's bodily autonomy and then oppression. So be conscious of the words right. that you use. Like, don't say pro-life. It's it's anti-choice or pro-forced birth because that's reality. Oh, I love pro what that's forced- a rebirth. It actually that's is. That's a pro- rebrand. Yes. I mean, that's and, and it's fucking also awesome. the truth. Yep. It's the truth as well. Yep. So, Wait, say involved, that again. I love that. It's not. Don't, stop saying pro-life. It's pro-forced birth. Fuck is there yeah,
0: dude. Fuck. Oh, my God. Make it merch. <laughs>
1: I would love to make it merch. Let's put let's it. do a Todd sweatshirt. I mean, to.
0: The minute I fell in love with Todd. Well, actually, can we bring him on? Well, let's,
1: yeah, way? let's bring on Todd.
2: Let's bring yeah, on hold Todd.
1: On. Todd. Todd. Ah! What?
2: Tell him about who. Yeah, like Todd. don't don't bring up his stepdad. Yeah, yeah. Don't
1: bring up his stepdad. Stop. Don't bring up sex. We'll it, oh, oh Todd. Want. Hey, Todd. Hi. Hey. Todd. How are you? Um, I was napping and now I'm awake. So what do you think? Oh, sorry. Jarred, jarred from unconsciousness <laughs> into your feminist hellscape. So what sorry. what shall you want from me?
2: Okay, so we heard that you were at the the protest with Molly down in D.C. at the Supreme Court.
1: Front and center, took all the attention. What do you want to know? <laughs> so what, me- what did? why did you go? I'm here to stand up. For the fetuses who can only curl up in that one position. I'm here to be (laughs) the voice for little babies who don't have vocal cords yet. Because just because you can't move, think, talk, feel pain or exist doesn't mean you shouldn't have a slightly higher, um, you know, vote than people like women walking around. So
0: okay, that's just that is sensitive. I hear where you're trying to advocate.
1: Choose life. So, there could be a little life inside you right now. You could be holding your own, you know, what's what's that guy with the red hair? Sean <laughs> White. Sean White? No. You mean Chucky? No. Chucky, Chucky didn't win that. Olympic medals. <laughs> oh, oh. Chucky's an abomination. Sean White the fetus? The s- professional snowboarder. You're saying his dicks in me or his babies in me? Follow the thread. Choose life. <laughs> okay, Todd. You're right. You're right. You-
2: Todd, can you tell us a little bit like, okay, I I'm trying to respect your position. So the only way to not get pregnant is to not have sex and not be raped. So how are you contributing to women not getting pregnant?
1: I've been doing a lot of work around bringing back um, pencil skirts for women. <laughs> um, I've been raising money. I think we need to bring those back. It limits the mobility and hence the sexuality of every uh, woman. So that's being hey, well, that's Have you ever win. seen Mad
2: Men?
0: Right. I was yeah. just gonna say. I actually have. I I I actually couldn't wear pencil skirts to my real estate job right after college because it looked like I was, you know, like. My too ass too fat done. My ass too fat My ass too fat for a pencil Oh I see skirt. what you're
1: saying They do enhance My shape. The sexuality Yeah I see what you're saying um, They
2: look like a boner It's shaped like a boner Right
1: The the pencil skirts?
2: Yeah Pencil skirts
0: But if you're like more of a If you, if you have an hourglass figure Not only do they look like a boner themselves But then it also looks like a, a, a boner with like a tumor
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I'm bringing black uh, back coats, cloaks and coats for women, just sort of to (laughs) cover the whole thing up at once, you know, Um, just sort of like like sort of like a dog catcher would throw a bag around a dog. I'm going to equip every man with a a quick throw cloak to throw around a woman. flaunting their sexuality. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the men that.
0: have the cloaks
1: and they throw them on the women when they
0: feel like they're in danger of being too sexy.
1: Absolutely, thank you.
2: Do you wow. What, are, what about you yourself, Todd? Are you dating?
1: Oh. Um, I am on the verge of dating, thank you very much. <laughs> How do you know the difference between not dating and being on the verge of dating? I pray about it. You know, you, know, you never know. <laughs> The world is a mystery. It's in God's hands, and I feel like I've been on the, you know, on the edge of God's hands for a while. He has a plan for me, and I'm sure right. it involves a very sexy woman with a very small waist and big old titties. I'm sure that's his plan, but uh, you know, you gotta be patient. That's the number one rule of the Bible: be patient. Are, are you gonna save yourself for marriage? Um, <laughs> great question. Um, I will neither confirm nor deny uh you know here's the thing i'll say i'll answer your question with the question um (laughs) what is even saving yourself or marriage
2: it means not having sex
1: only a little kiss
2: only a little kiss before you go walk down the aisle in your church not even a big you know what
1: God has a plan, and God's plan for most men is to basically have as much sex as possible. uh, Pre-marriage, post-marriage, I mean, the goal, of course, is to save yourself, but if I, perchance, happenstance, happen to to fall into it, yes, I will have sin, but was it God's plan? 100%. But what's not God's plan is for women to have premarital sex and get pregnant, because if they do, they have to face the consequences because they went against God's will, and now they have to have a baby. So, Todd, let
0: me ask you this, because this is actually a good segue into one of the things we're going to talk about. I'm just curious about your opinion. I don't know how into, you know, pop media you are. So, um, Khloe Kardashian, her on-again, off-again baby daddy just got... How would you? How do I phrase without about getting arrested, Molly? Like, allegedly, there's another woman that is about to have his baby. So this would be, like, three babies in three years,
2: um...
0: And yeah. it is
2: a horrendous. With three media. different moms, three different moms. And he offered her $75,000 via Snapchat to yeah. get an abortion, allegedly.
1: Wow. Wait, so he offered, not Chloe, one of no. the other. A personal trainer pieces? from Ohio or something. Wow. A, a personal trainer, yeah. That sounds like God's plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. That sounds like... Yeah, that's what... I, so, yeah, you think that it's... So, you think that it... Because he's also on a TV show with Khloe Kardashian, and they've been working on their relationship publicly, and he has been playing the part of devoted guy trying to get his family back, even yeah. though there was a baby that was born a few months before his baby, <laughs> or whatever, right. and then he was caught the night that the baby was born, fucking two strippers in the back of a... So, this guy clearly is, like what you're saying, having a lot of fucking sex, but he is getting a lot of people pregnant, you know, yeah, I guess like, so you think it's a good thing. But what about the moment where he messaged the girl on Snapchat to get an abortion? Like, yeah. so for a minute, he was weak. Do, mm-hmm. Like, can you, from the male perspective, can you talk to
1: us a little bit about you what that's like? You put it perfectly. For, for a minute, he was weak. Yes. We all have our moments of weakness. We may fall. We may trip into the chasm once in a while. But when it, you got sometimes you trip into the chasm. <laughs> and God is. And then the chasm gets out. pregnant. Chasm, and and the that then is it connected. is no longer our responsibility. God's clear about this. Men have more mulligans than women do. And,
2: mulligans?
1: <laughs> yeah, men get more mulligans. What's a mulligan? Go- it's a golf term. What does it mean? <sighs> it it means, means you get more tries. <laughs> You've never said that. God, i got to teach women everything. A mulligan? <laughs> Is a term in sports and then now common parlance Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um, when you make a mistake, you get um, another chance. It's not technically yours.
2: What's your advice to Tristan now? He's got three, he's got two kids living in two different states and one on the way, all with different women.
1: Yeah, I would say this continue, my bro, my fellow bro lifer, too. (laughs) Continue to be fruitful and multiply and the haters will hate for sure. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's not about the journey and how big of an asshole you were or what, how much money you offered people to pay for your abortions. If you, at the end of your life, look back and say, I did it. (laughs) i persevered i believe in jesus christ our lord and savior you're good my bro so it's so, like
2: nevertheless he persisted
1: yeah thank wow you. thank you that is wow. a perfect chill that, that's merch Chills. That is merch. <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless Dude. he persisted
2: todd um are you like a, <laughs> you are you a family values
1: kind of guy oh 100 i support josh duggar all the way um until until the end of time anybody who just says they're about family values i'm on their team no matter what their actions say what if they do
2: right, right. to, to possibly raise the right way and one of them becomes a molester because they weren't raised by anyone oh and because um, they're in a church that encourages you to be a molester i was gonna say it actually is in the curriculum
1: as long as the church um uh, preacher is saying all the right things. It really doesn't matter what happens behind the scenes. This, this is a problem. With people. <laughs> you're so focused on what happens behind the scenes, the reality of stuff, the s- real life situations. That is not the bigger picture here. The bigger picture is here. Here is holidays, families, uh, <laughs> spending time together, Thanksgiving, holidays. ornaments on the trees. Holidays. These are the things that you're gonna look back on your life and remember, not the. Legal suits and the whose rights were violated—that's water under the bridge, my bro. Okay, (laughs) you're not going to be thinking about that on your deathbed.
0: That's so. What? So what? What are your thoughts on the
1: metaverse? I'm a fan. I'm TJ.
0: Because
2: it's just like holidays and right, sort of milestone. I think he he thinks we're talking about Meta World Peace, the Knicks player. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's a fan of right. Yeah, he's yeah a okay. fan of
2: him. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll move on from that. I have one other question. Have you ever Wait, been I on wanna, Snapchat? Wanna, oh, sorry, sorry. I do want to hear Todd's thoughts on Josh Duggar. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. Right.
0: So, More. Sarah,
2: what's the update? He got charged with what?
0: I was overwhelmed because I was like, I can't believe she brought that up, and it was like, it was on the fucking list. You fucking psychic ass mull- um, Mulligans. Pod's okay, pronouns,
2: so, I think, are he/him. I don't mean to assume your pronouns. Oh, I'm now, so, so sorry. i, I You all know caps. what? Um, all, all caps, caps he/him. Yeah. I
0: apologize if I was insensitive. So, um, nevertheless, he will persist. Okay. <laughs> so basically, um, Josh Duggar was. Uh, indicted in multiple counts of child pornography downloading, so it was basically like he had been accused publicly of molesting his sisters and his cousin, who were also just the other classmates. LOL. It was like the whole thing was this. Cr- now specifically, actually, I will talk about another time, but I, I, I went and researched. <laughs> I did a documentary, or I started to make a documentary in 2017, researching this this homeschool curriculum church because there was another comedian there is another comedian brooke arnold who i was working with and we were like yo we gotta we gotta gotta this is really her story and it's an incredible one to tell and i i love her but we did try to make a documentary about it and we investigated and we went and we saw the the homeschool curriculums and like you wouldn't believe todd you would actually love it i should send it to you actually i should send it to you because it's like literally like it'll be like this is a frog this is a graph This is, um, you know, like an elephant sitting on an apple, okay? And then it'll be like, this is what happens if you get sexually assaulted. And it's like, number one, think about how um, you may have, like, called it upon yourself. Number two, I'll send it to you. It is, like, the most pro- When I say it's in the curriculum, it is in the curriculum, and it's the same church. The Quiverfuls are a part of the same fundamentalist sect as the ATI, which is the one that I was investigating. But like, it's all it's the same concept, which is just basically like the point is that women are here on Earth to make as many babies for the man as possible. That is what it is, and so I actually think that this could be a good curriculum. You know, if and when you find that girl, it actually is a perfect place for Todd. Mm -hmm. That's really funny. I never connected that. But that's what the Duggars are. So they had this show, 19 Kids and Counting, blah, blah, blah. So he had molested the sisters. It came out. Somebody found like a journal where someone was writing in the Bible, like, Josh molested me again. It was literally like, I mean, really talk about cries for help. Okay. It was like, like in the, that was one of the ways. Then you know, he dealt with that. He dealt with that privately, which meant that he was sent to, they said that they sent him to like some rehabilitation center. But again, because I investigated, what I know is that it's actually the ATI headquarters where they're basically like pre- pretending to discipline you, but really they're just like, you know, figuring out how to make sweatshirts and how to make money and how to like get people to come to the next event. And it's all just like, you know, and they're losing followers left and right after these, you know, the Duggers were good for a minute for them, but that's, you know, as high as you get is as low as you go. Right. So, uh, Basically, then it came out, the police, the feds showed up at his house, Jen Shaw style, and were like, actually, we need to see your hard drive. Then the whole fucking embarrassing family that's been on TLC this whole time preaching about family values and about how they're really just doing it differently and right. And it's okay. So now all of the victims are sitting in the audience because they're his sisters and then his wife and their nine kids and all of them with their nine kids and none of them are even wearing pants. (laughs) You know, maybe some of them now are, I think there was a big article I read a few years ago that Jill, Jill Duggar started wearing jeans, bad girl and Jana wore shorts. So like the whole thing is LOL. It's so painful. It's also fucked up. So anyway, finally, he got indicted and now when i was reading earlier the you know the parents comment on it and like the family's comment it's all like this is really unfortunate and all we can do at this time is support anna his wife i mean it's like they're not even commenting on it's worse than erica jane not caring about the victims you know what i'm saying it's like it's literally like sort of stepping over if if our like if our son's actions have hurt any women we hope today you felt that justice was served
2: (laughs) it's like any women is um, their actual daughters
0: He's, like, literally, he's the geese lane of of the, of the Christian fundamentalism. He's going down. The, everyone's the little black book, Then there's there. But they're, like, actually, geese lane going to just go to court for us. And Josh is, like, yep, yeah, uh, you know, I'm the oldest son. They're, that's the whole culture is that. I mean, it's literally in the curriculum. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, that's the whole story. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I – so, I have so much to say about it because it's, like, I can't believe this story has come to a conclusion or at least, like – I can't believe there's another yeah. plot point in this because I really was into it. For a minute. And it's just like, yeah, he went down. I am really interested. They all have TV shows. I'm so interested to see. Although I'm actually not because, Todd, you're right. It literally is what you're saying, which is that the whole show is just going to be like after a tragedy, you have to surrender to God. And, like, they're just not going to address it at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the silver lining in this is... (laughs) always what you have to look at immediately and um you know again the details of the case all that blah 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 light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) sorry josh duggar once again has resumed his position as executive director of the political arm of the family research council (laughs) a pro-life pro family values organization that's taken pictures with hundreds of current sitting republican politicians um, right. So, he will ascend to the throne one day, I'm sure, because two words, another witch hunt. Uh, <laughs> also, bodily men, men. okay, if women get bodily autonomy over their, what happens in their uterus, men get bodily autonomy over what happens on their hard drives. Stop coming for our hard drives, okay? Wow. Every man has a, no, there's nothing good, if you hmm. go digging around on a hard drive, every man, every man has something bad on a hard drive.
0: A hard drive?
1: Yes. You know, everybody, we all get issued our floppy disks when we are birthed <laughs> and then you, you get to put on it what you will. No I feel like should be able to. I feel to. like
0: you're just, well, I feel like you're describing like the crypto mindset, which is like, it's, it's space. Like what you're saying, you're saying like, because the hard drive isn't me, I own it. This is mine. Therefore, you shouldn't have the rights to touch it because I, it's my hard drive and I'm saying it's the most valuable and it's mine.
1: Very interesting. This is this is a world I will get into.
0: I think it is actually. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. I think Todd needs to really learn about ATI and cryptocurrency for sure.
2: Todd, I have a sixty thousand dollar NFT to sell you if you can get your paws on your stepdad's
1: Amex. Whoa. Listen, if if the cause is right, I will do anything to hurt my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even I'll even donate to feminism. I don't even care at this point.
2: Okay. Yeah. Now you're talking. That's cool. That's cool.
1: I mean, that was a step too far. I take that back, but, um, yeah. Do you You think
2: that Josh,
0: last thing I'll say, as Josh Duggar's kids, like, what is a message you would want to say to his kids that now have to kind of, and his family in general, but like his children?
1: Never give up. (laughs) (laughs) Never give up. (laughs) I might just leave it at that, honestly, because it's so good.
0: It's actually, it's to the point. It's I know what you mean, yeah. So never give up and Okay. So that's really your yeah. dad wants I think you that to covers know, it. Never give up.
1: Yeah. That's that pretty good. much covers it. I mean there's okay. no there's no nuance that they need to they'll be fine. It They're not gonna
2: say. see the nuance anyway. Todd yeah. um, you know, we did let Molly explain how people could support abortion access front and in the interest of both sides which yeah. I know Molly both love. How and us, too. We- we're, we're a fair journalist. That's what we care yeah, about. Absolutely. Tell, tell us about your movement and how people can support that.
1: Great. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, wh- <laughs> what we need is more boots on the ground. Um, I was also, as you, <laughs> as... We, we actually... Brothers, pick up your arms. Meet me. Where I'm at, you can go to hopefully brolife. dot com. I'm just kidding. Well, right now you can come to the moon you'll, and see him speak.
2: Yes. On right a now. topic
1: every week, and we will what get in the bag.
2: What is bro life? I don't even think you said. Oh, sorry. I'm
1: see. This is how humble I am. I didn't even tell you <laughs> that I was the leader of the bro life movement because there's a bro in every embryo and if that <laughs> appeals to you which it should uh please join me in my movement um come to the moon where I pretty much do my street preaching every two weeks to um uh tell tell these misguided astrological star fuckers um what's best for them you know what I mean so um I consider it to- Todd's like mission trip It is. It is my mission trip. I I give this disclaimer at every moonule. I do not want to be there. However, I (laughs) am called. Exactly. I am
2: called. I actually have a question that I've always meant to ask you at the moonules, but I never did. Is there a bro in girl embryos?
1: Whoa. Um, I'll answer that question with a question. How dare you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just mean, if they're like, like, is brodom chromosomal? Is it what like, it, yeah, if, if I don't have a Y chromosome. How could they be bro, a bro?
1: Bro is definitely, you know, of course, we all know um, I'm a gender essentialist. There's essentially two <laughs> genders. So bro is, of course, <laughs> all gender. But in but in the beginning, you know, there's a sense of brodom. What's you you know, other, every- what's the other gender? Bro and chicks.
2: <laughs> right okay okay chicks
1: you're either a bro or a chick but bro bro is a state of being bro is a uh a, is a way of living you know you know because you could you could be a chick and um be part of the bro life movement I, don't twist <laughs> my words into okay. some liberal talking point you know Don't don't do it not not on not on record okay okay we're sorry we're
0: not here to This isn't a gotcha pod. This isn't a gotcha pod.
2: We're not here to humiliate
0: you. (laughs) No, we we totally want to understand. That's what I'm saying. It's like when I'm talking about the guys like Todd. I don't know if you heard when I was talking to Molly earlier. I was saying like it's not that guys like you hate women. It's that you actually have like no relationship with women, or or like a lot of things about yourself.
1: Sorry. Repeat that. I'm getting a text in for my stepdad. He says to tone it down. What was the
2: question? <laughs> What's really you, funny is my dad actually the, also just messaged me that. Go ahead, mom. I think the question was, do you hate women?
1: Yeah. No, I just, um, of course not. I don't even know what it feels like to hate. I just intensely dislike <laughs> that they get to do whatever they want most of the time. Hmm. Um, and And I know best for them. I mean, there are some people who... Are bad <laughs> at, at being parents. I, I don't know. I don't know why I started saying that, but I, I basically had a Tamagotchi <laughs> and, and I kept that shit alive for so long. And I feel like <laughs> I should get some brownie points for that. And all I get is somebody yelling at me because they said I stole their hats. Plural. Okay, right. I don't even so wear a see, hat.
0: Well, it's like i see, I hear you saying that, like, it feels like you're not a- being acknowledged.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not being acknowledged. I need to be singled out more and put up on a pedestal as God intended. It's just humiliating and demoralizing when you are born as a white male into this country and you are not <laughs> head of household in any... You're not respected as you are head of household, uh, uh, father of your domain, as they say. Right. Um, that is also you the state of mind. start your
2: own household. Why don't you start your own household?
0: I House would. of Todd? If you have to go, Todd, please feel free and thank Molly us. if you are still with her or whatever I don't know again we're gonna have to figure out how you guys know each other because like I'm sort of unclear but
1: yeah um yeah we're related Todd... but more acquaintances than anything you're related but you... you're
0: more acquaintances kind of like any of the Duggar siblings exactly
2: yeah <laughs> okay. yeah yeah. I, mean, I just but... I'm sorry I have one more really really quick yeah, question. So, sorry Todd when Molly got arrested how did you evade arrest because you were with Whoa. her um
1: I was on my um what do you call it uh Segway. I fucking skidaddled out of there.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah.
1: That's cool. I got right the hell out of there. That's cool. they didn't even have a whiff of Todd by the by the time I <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were you on your Segway the whole time, or did you step off and like have it next to you?
1: Yeah, sometimes I'll step off and walk it like I'm courting it, like it's a little promenade, but you know. <laughs> Right,
0: right. In this case, were you already standing on it or did you actually like hop on like, you know, like a cat and zoom off?
1: Oh, yeah. Hopped on like a cat. Basically, that's cool. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you are athletic. Yeah. Who said otherwise?
0: Oh, no, I'm, I'm just complimenting. No, I'm just no, no one. You're saying it's a compliment. No, I'm... I'm just it as a compliment. We just good. mean it
1: in a good way. Good. Yeah, that's
0: No, yeah, yeah. We think you're cool.
1: You to Thank you so FCC. much for
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's talk about that next time on the pod because we acknowledge you and we're trying to see Thank and hear you. you. And we are not ignoring. The, that's why. That's why. I, when I met Todd, I was like, "You need to come to the moon." Because it, it made me think of the incels. I was thinking about school shootings. I was thinking, you know what? Somebody has to work with these guys because they actually yeah. don't have a problem with me. They are like literally like the light isn't
1: on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You identify as an you incel, Todd? <laughs> as a who? Incel? Yeah. Um. Some days. <laughs> some days. <laughs> Other so days it's so- voluntary. Other days it's voluntary. Some days it's voluntary. Yes, exactly. Some days I choose. Some days right. I don't choose.
0: Sort of like in, uh, incel cell or empowered. It's your choice. Yeah. Thank you.
1: And mm-hmm. empower. So it's all about how you look at things. Thanks, guys. This is great. Um, thank you
2: so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. This Toss, has for been. On the um,
1: pod. Yeah. Absolutely. Once again, this has been a nightmare, and um, <laughs> I'll see. You I know the you video. don't have. Ever-
2: I know you don't have socials, but you probably go on Molly's
1: sometimes, right? Yeah, so just...
2: absolutely.
1: I definitely, I, I do a Todd takeover of Molly's socials. That's at Molly Gaby. Molly spelled the normal way. Gaby's an insane last name. So it's spelled G-A-E-B-E. Todd, you can go if you want because no, um, I no, got, I got an appointment.
0: But, but to be continued. Sorry, I know it's so fun, but, but or stay. I'm going to
2: this out because now I am plucking my chin whiskers. So. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Oh, we bye. have so much in
2: common. You see how much we have in common? Bye, Todd. Thank you. Love bye. bye. We love you. Oh, God.
0: See so you at the moon you're on the 17th. Okay, bye. LOL.
2: Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles
1: the rich and Uranus. Space trash.
2: Celebrities,
0: they're trash.
2: I think astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs>